This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan back with you for another podcast episode. How are you? I hope that you are incredible. I'm doing really well. I am actually just coming off of teaching a masterclass. It was all about how to be more self-aware. It was amazing. It was content that I have never taught in this way before. I wanted to teach a skill that my clients are mastering and something that's really helping them achieve so many breakthroughs in their marriages. And so I did that this week and I am feeling pretty great about it. Now, if you are listening to this and you're like, what are you talking about? I didn't know about any masterclass. You must connect with me more, right? So I typically announce my complimentary no-cost masterclasses on Instagram, on my email list, on Facebook. So if you are not connected with me in one of those three ways, you probably missed it. Not to worry though, because you can still connect with me on those platforms. So on Instagram, it's at Siobhan Parat. On uh, Facebook, it's Siobhan L. Parat. And on, uh, what was the other one? (laughs) I already forgot my email, my email list. You can get added to my email list by going to my website, drshavon.com. If you download any of the free resources there, you will automatically be added to my email list and get notifications of everything I have going on and all the different resources I have created for you. So, Not to worry, because the truth of the matter is so much of what I teach is all about self-awareness. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you probably noticed the theme that much of what I offer is centered around you understanding yourself at a deeper level, understanding your impact and the role that you play in your marriage. I am a big proponent of less blame, more taking responsibility. And the way you're able to do that is really by having mastered the skill of self-awareness. So we're actually going to be talking about something that weaves in that concept today. And I'm teaching you a new concept that I've created called the trigger triad. I'm so excited about this. It actually 
came about in the middle of a coaching session I had recently. And as soon as I explained it to my clients, I knew that it was something I wanted to share here on the podcast. So let me set it up and how all of this happened. So I was coaching a couple, and for those of you who don't know, yes, I coach couples, and I coach people individually. Usually when I work with couples, I do the sessions separately so that each person has their specific work that they are working on, again, because this is all about personal responsibility. But on this particular day, the three of us were meeting and an interesting thing happened. So we are going through the session and I pose a question and the wife answers. And then we both sort of turn to the husband to see what his response was. And he had kind of like a deer in the headlights response. And he was like, I'm sorry. He's like, I just like zoned out for a minute. And so the wife was so gracious and she, you know, kindly explained to him what it was we were talking about, gave a summary of sort of her take on it, and then, you know, opened the floor for his thoughts. And I have to just really shout her out for that because, you know, you can think about this even for yourself, right? Like if your husband zones out sometimes when you're talking to him or in the middle of an important conversation, how do you typically respond? And what's so interesting about this is as we were talking and sort of dissecting what happened in that moment, she was able to recognize that in other circumstances, him sort of zoning out is actually a trigger for her, where she begins to tell herself the story that he's not paying attention, he's not listening, he doesn't care about what she's saying. And we really broke it down, and I wanted to offer the same sort of insight to you when it comes to triggers in your marriage. In this particular session, we were talking about big triggers, but I believe that this is something that you can apply to any trigger that you experience, that you want to understand more, that you want to be able to navigate better and remain more calm and be able to quickly recover and move on about the business of enjoying your marriage and enjoying being with your husband. So this idea of a triad is actually something I was first introduced to by my coach, a coach for business. So I have a business coach that supports me in being as effective as I can be and delivering my service to all of you. And she has a thing called the belief triad. And in the coaching industry, the belief triad is really just a set of beliefs that a client must have in order to achieve results that they are seeking. So there's a set of three types of beliefs that um, when I'm working with my clients, I'm really focused on cultivating. And so the idea of a triad It just made so much sense to me. The way she explains it, the way I understand it, and the way I'm able to apply it in my practice has really, really helped me to support my clients at a very, very high level. 
So I thought the same would apply in describing this concept when it comes to triggers in the form of a triad. I think all of us can imagine a triad, right? You have that visual in your brain of a triangle. Basically, that's what it is. So I want you to imagine a trigger that sort of sets you off even in your own marriage. And what we are often very, very conscious of is the top point of that trigger, right? Of that triad. So it is whatever your husband has said, whatever your husband has done, whatever your husband has not said or not done, it's his action or his personality or his traits or qualities, whatever it is, right? Usually when we are triggered, we are very aware of what it is our spouse has done or failed to do that has initiated an emotional response. So that is part of the triad, right? I would say we could just put that at the top of the triangle. Now, if we go outward to the right, for example, there is a point there that is you and your unique response to it. And I want to preface this by saying that if your husband does something, let's say you have an important meeting and you need him to like be available at home to watch your children. And let's just say he forgets and he's not available at said time, (laughs) right? That might be a trigger for you, especially given the times that we're living in now. So there's that top part, right? Him forgetting to be home or not being able to be home in time to watch the children. And then there's your response to it, which is very specific to you And it is often based on a set of experiences that you have had in your own life, a set of expectations that you have created in your own mind. It stems from, you know, some maybe childhood issues, right? Sometimes this is a big trigger for people who maybe their dad wasn't around for them as a child. And so when they think about their own family and their husband, they are very sensitive to moments where he's not there and he's not showing up in the ways that they would ultimately like to see. So, What I want to offer you about this is that not everyone responds to the same husband action the same way, right? So there could be another woman in the world, even in your town, right, whose husband also forgot or failed to be home on time, and it's no big deal to her right? She is able to offer some grace and compassion and understanding. She's able to creatively solve for this. Maybe she moves her meeting. Maybe she is able to occupy the kids and get along with whatever she needs to do, but she doesn't have it as a trigger, right? She doesn't blow up or get upset about it. So it's important to understand that for circumstances that happen in your marriage, not everyone is going to respond the same exact way. I don't think we ever think about this. 
And when you can see that there are other people who might respond differently, it gives you the option that how you might normally respond is not the only way you have to respond, that you can choose a different way of handling the situation, right? Back to my clients that I started out this story with, you might in that instance be really frustrated, right? If that happened and you were in session with me with your husband and he's owned out and it's very important to you, we're having an important conversation, you may get really upset about that. But by me offering that my client didn't get upset about it, that she was able to just not skip a beat and I didn't get upset about it either, it happens. I want you to just realize that the way you respond to things is not necessarily the only way you have to respond. Sometimes we're not even aware that there are other options, other ways of reacting to trigger moments. So that is the right point, the right lower point of this triangle. And then the left point is your interpretation of your spouse's behavior, right? So we are always making meaning of things that happen, right? Someone doesn't text us back. We make that mean something, right? Sometimes, depending on who it is, we make it mean, oh, they're probably busy. They just forgot. Maybe they thought they responded and they didn't. In other situations, you might be very offended because you have the expectation that they will respond right away. Either way, we are always pulling in information and data and making it mean something. What we make it mean is our interpretation, our perception, our story, context, whatever you want to call it. And in a trigger situation, you want to be able to identify, is your interpretation correct, right? Is the way you are seeing the situation, is the meaning you are deriving from it in a positive frame or a negative frame? Now, if you're being triggered, more than likely, it's in a negative frame, right? You are making it mean something. So, In the example of the husband who just zoned out for a little bit, you might make that mean that he doesn't care, that he's not engaged in this process, that he's not doing the work, that he's not as invested as you are. That's an interpretation you could have, and that would be in the negative frame, right? Another example, back to the example of the husband who was not on time for you to participate in the meeting with the kids being supervised by an adult, right? You could make that mean that he doesn't value your time, right? That he's selfish, that he is inconsiderate of what you might have going on. And again, that would be an interpretation that is in the negative frame. So when you can step back and look at all that's going on in a trigger, which again includes what your husband has actually done or said, your unique response to it that's specific to you, and your 
interpretation, whether a positive frame or a negative frame, you can really begin to see just how complicated, but also how simple it is to really understand what's going on with you. So when it comes to these triggers, what you want to be doing is assessing what percentage of this is really him and his action being legitimately wrong or not at all what would be within a reasonable expectation. You want to assess what percentage of this is just your unique response given maybe some of your own emotional wounds or some of your own childhood issues or some expectations that you have that are very unique to you. And then you also want to pay attention to the degree to which the interpretation you have is more negative than positive. All of these things are at play. And what I'm going to offer you is the notion that when we look at the percentages, most times we are lopsided, right? We think that maybe 80% of it is because of what our husband is doing. And I just want to offer the idea that maybe it's only 20%. Maybe what you're being triggered by is only 20% attributable to his actual behavior and what he said, right? In the instance where you're reacting to something he said. Now, I want to be really clear. This is for examples similar to what I have just articulated in this conversation with you, right? We're not talking about legitimate deal breakers that go against your values, that go against mutual agreements and understanding, things that go against your vows, right? We're talking about those everyday triggers of your husband not being available, your husband not giving you the attention that you would expect he would be giving you, um, your husband not responding to situations in the exact way you would like him to. So I want to be very clear that we're talking about you know, those everyday triggers, not legitimate deal breakers in your marriage. That's a very different conversation. And so if 20%, right, is really attributed to him and what he's doing, that leaves 80% of it being about you, right? I'm tying this back to the concept of self-awareness, where when you can see like, okay, he's doing that. And yes, you know, he has some room for improvement. But if I'm being so triggered by this, I want to take a look at what is going on with me that's making this such a big deal for me. Because remember, when you're looking at yourself and you can realize that "Mm, someone else might respond to this differently, then you get to see yourself in a more accurate, authentic, and helpful way oh, I'm just sensitive to these types of things. And then when you can realize that it's you and your unique sensitivity to it, then you can go to work to heal that on the inside of you, right? So if you're really triggered by when your husband is not available or present with you and the family, and you know 
you're so upset about that because you grew up without your father being present at the level that you would have liked, that's an opportunity for you to heal that childhood wound. The first thing you do shouldn't be to really focus on blaming your husband and getting him to change. You want to go inside and clean that up for you so that when you do talk to your husband about it, you can be much more grounded and not as emotionally volatile, right? Additionally, when you can see that your tendency is to not give him the benefit of the doubt, to usually adopt a negative frame of his behaviors, that's also an area that you can just begin to look at. Like, why am I not giving this man that I love, that I've committed to spend the rest of my life with, why am I not giving him the benefit of the doubt? What's going on in my mind that I want to think the worst about him, right? That's a really just interesting thing to begin to ask yourself and inquire about. But these things can only happen when you're not making your triangle lopsided and putting all the weight on him and all the weight on what he is doing. So I want to know how you plan on applying this idea to your triggers, right? This is one of those podcast episodes where you can really apply this, not just ingest the information, but really begin to look at the things that you normally find yourself triggered by and begin to identify what percentages lie where. Because it's not 80%, it's definitely not 100% him. You want to be looking at what is it about you that makes this such a problem for you specifically? How can you heal that? as well as what is it about your mindset and your frame of mind that has you leaning towards thinking so negatively about your husband's behaviors. So that's it for you. This is like groundbreaking concepts that literally, you know, I haven't even written about this yet, but I wanted to share it with you because I truly believe just having this awareness will make such a difference. It will get you out of blaming your husband. It will get you out of complaining so much about the things that he's doing and really looking inward about why you're having such a strong reaction to some of the things that are happening in your marriage. Now, if you have listened to this podcast episode and you're like, wow, that is really happening for me and I want to learn how to accurately diagnose where I need to be spending my time and energy and effort in these trigger uh, situations, I want to invite you to consider working with me one-on-one. I am a master at helping people uncover why they're so triggered by the things that are happening. And sometimes it really just does take that outside perspective of someone that's not as emotionally entangled in it to show you your thinking, to show you yourself, to show you what's really, really happening. And I know that when you have this awareness, it changes the way you show up in your marriage. It changes the dynamics between you and your husband because you are not as assertively blaming him anymore, right? You're like, oh, wait, 
there's something within me that I can begin to look at. There's some solutions within me that can help solve this issue without me needing to spend a lot of attention, a lot of energy trying to convince him to understand. I can start first with understanding myself. I would love to help you do that. I believe it is work that there is never, ever a downside to doing. And so if you are interested in working with me privately, I encourage you to go to my website. There is a button there that says work with me. You click that button. You schedule a call directly with me where we will have the opportunity to speak to each other. I will hear all that is going on. I will share with you how this trigger triad is operating in your own marriage. And we will map out a plan for us to work together over the next six months, resolving your biggest triggers, your smallest triggers, anything that's keeping you from having the kind of marriage that you want. So I look forward to speaking with you in that complimentary call. And that's it for today. I will be back with you with another episode. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.